internet. Welcome to Film Theory, the show where the evidence isn't made up and the theories do matter. Today, my friends, is a monumental day. Today, we're finally looking at the improv show Whose Line Is It Anyway? with a theory that I've wanted to do for literal years. No joke, this episode was actually one of my white whales, an idea that I was kicking around since the start of Film Theory, but, you know, it never made sense to do because of the amount of work it would take to research for an episode that no one on the internet would care about or click on. I mean, that's just the breaks when you're an online creator. That said, when I decided that my time as the film theorist was going to be coming to a close, I knew this had to be one of those episodes that I went out with. If you somehow don't know about this absolute classic, Whose Line Is It Anyway is an improvisational comedy show where the host asks four comedians to go play some games. For us Americans, the host was originally Drew Carey, and then later followed up by Aisha Tyler. Well, the four comedians are usually Wayne Brady, Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, and some rotating guests. Before that, the show actually originated over in the UK, where it ran for a whopping 11 years. But, uh, I never watched it, so maybe one day Tom can do a follow-up episode on that series. In the games, the comedians are given characters to play or tools to use to make jokes, and they haven't been told anything about it until that very moment. They have to come up with all the jokes on the spot. It is classic improv at its finest. Your scene is, Ryan is a woman giving birth. Oh! You okay? Oh, You're... am I okay? Yes! Oh Wait, my god! Give me my epidural now! Got to Push! 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 Ready? Push! Yes! You're not really a midwife, are you? No, I used to be a used car salesman! The big thing here, after each game, the host awards points to whomever they want. Sometimes it's deserved, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's just a big old joke, sometimes the points are given to people who didn't even participate. Normally I give Wayne all the points, but something about the way Greg was tapping his toe. Each and every time we're reminded that the points don't matter. It is literally the slogan of the show. Hey, welcome to Whose Line Is It Anyway, the game where everything's made up and the points don't matter. But what if they did matter? See friends, despite this very clear mandate from the show that it's all just for fun, and don't don't think too hard about it. You know me, I can't not think too hard about these sorts of things. That is not how I operate. So when someone tells me that the points don't matter in a game that's been running in America for the past 26 years, yeah, my theorist brain hard disagrees. It compels me to dive into that hard data to double check that fact. So after eight years of wanting to do this episode, I finally sat down and watched all 20 seasons of the show, all to find out if the points did matter, who would the real winner of Whose Line Is It Anyway be? Let me tell you, loyal theorist, Despite what they want you to think, Drew Carey here, he's a liar. The points matter, and they matter a lot, at least to Drew. And the reason why is gonna blow your mind. Draw your name from a hat, my friends. Let's get into the game. So I figured the best way to start this was, well, to just start watching, and then count up the points as we go. And then at the end of every season, we check in, we see who's in the lead, and who's straggling. Seems pretty straightforward, right? And most of the time, yeah, it totally was. After most of the games, Drew just awards like a thousand points apiece to all four comedians on the show, even if they didn't participate in the game. Easy enough. But you've seen the runtime of this video. Of course, it's not all gonna be smooth sailing. Immediately out of the gate in season one, I started to run into problems. See, the comedians aren't the only people awarded points after these games. Sometimes random celebrities or people referenced in the game itself can also be given points, ranging from the NAACP to the Mafia to whoever made Drew Carey's shirt. Just for the record, there is no Mafia, and I would like to give a million points apiece to all our Italian-American independent businessmen friends. Most of these are one-off jokes and don't impact our total much at the end of the day, but the biggest beneficiary of these random points has got to be the audience itself. For example, in season one, episode 15, Drew gives 100 points to everyone in the audience sitting behind him. Hey, I'm gonna give 100 points each to the people sitting behind me because they look so perky. Given that Drew sits to the side of the stage, he doesn't have the entire audience behind him. Instead, looking at wide shots of the studio, in this part of the 
audience, we can see that there are five rows with nine seats per row, plus an additional three people sitting on the top row. So that gives us 48 people, meaning that the audience just got themselves 4,800 points total. And sure, that might seem like a number that you can quickly catch up with, but these numbers climb fast. For example, later in season one, Drew Carey gave an audience member named Dennis 1.5 billion points all at once. 1,500 million points to Dennis. All the points you need, buddy. Buy yourself a house. Just saying, don't count the audience out of this race. So, are we finally ready to get to that nitty-gritty of counting? Well, not quite. See, before getting much further into season one, I ran into yet another major problem that would end up recurring throughout the entirety of the show. In some cases, both Drew and Aisha can be incredibly vague with the amount of points that they're awarding. A good example of this? In season one, episode 20, Drew says, Colin, you get all the points for that one. He doesn't really give a number here. Because there isn't really a baseline of points given out after every game, I wasn't entirely sure how to count the points in these sorts of situations. So to be as fair as possible, if there isn't an exact or easily calculable quantity of points given, I won't be counting it towards the total. Don't worry, it's not gonna make all that much difference in the long run, I promise. Finally, though this won't come up until after season one, I did want to go ahead and say that sometimes physical items or money are also jokingly given away as prizes, ranging from a tube of chapstick to a Christmas goose. Tonight's winner, by the way, gets a lifetime supply of chapstick. That's right. <laughs> One tube of chapstick. All of these are obviously jokes, and while they're certainly not going to impact the point total, and therefore the overall winner of this entire thing, I will be keeping track of it all so we know exactly what everyone won, points and otherwise, at the end of the episode. Cool? Cool. And so now, with all the methodology out of the way, we can really get to counting. Other than the strange moments we just talked about, the only other weird standout moment of point giving in season one comes in episode six, where Drew awards both Ryan and Colin points according to their shoe size. I'm going to award points in that game according to uh, shoe size. Congratulations! Now, as you heard there, it's a bit of a running gag that Ryan has enormous feet and wears size 15 shoes. That right there, that is an easy 15 points to Ryan. However, I couldn't find Colin's shoe size documented anywhere, so to give him the best estimate, we're gonna be giving him 12 points since that's the average shoe size of a man his height, six foot one inch. At the end of season one, that leaves us with these rankings. Coming in first by multiple digits is the audience with 1,501,008,800 points in a distant, distant second, we have ourselves Wayne Brady with 2,004,606 points. In third place is Colin Mockery with 1,012,792 points, while Ryan Stiles is all the way down, not at fourth place, but fifth place, with a paltry 512,295 and a half points. Yeah, believe it or not, but fourth place actually went to famous musician Louis Armstrong, who got himself 1 million points as a joke. Uh, I'm gonna give all the points to Louis Armstrong on that one. It's a pretty good start for the audience, but are they gonna be able to keep it up? Short answer, no. At least not through season two. You see, Colin Mockery actually rockets up to first place with over a trillion points, followed closely by Ryan Stiles and newcomer Kathy Greenwood, who likewise earned themselves a trillion points, all from the exact same game. One trillion points! One trillion points! Eat my dust, Regis! Meanwhile, the audience holds on to fourth place, and Wayne Brady falls all the way down to fifth. So already you can see why calculating this thing is gonna be a wild ride. The numbers are just going up and down so fast every single season. And I mean, season two didn't even have any points that required me to do a ridiculous amount of math, unlike season three. In season three, episode one, Drew awards the four competing comedians, Colin, Ryan, Wayne, and Kathy Greenwood. I'm gonna give you guys uh, time life points for that. That's right, one point a month for the rest of your stinking life. Ugh. 
You know where this is going. It's difficult to calculate given that none of these comedians have yet died, which I hope they don't. May they live forever. I love them all. You are national treasures. But that also means theoretically, they're still getting these points to this very day, 23 years after that episode first aired. But for our purposes here, we can approximate how much they're getting. Though we're not exactly sure the date that the episode was filmed, we do know that it first aired on October 12th, 2000. Using this as our start date, that means that in the present day, each of these comedians would have earned 12 points annually for the past 23 years, totaling out to 276 points. But what about the rest of their lives? To get that number, I decided to look at the average life expectancy for men and women, and then compare that to the ages that these comedians were during the time that the episode was aired. The average male life expectancy is 73 years, while the average female life expectancy is 79 years, giving Kathy a little bit of an edge here. But remember, Wayne is actually the youngest of the four comedians here by far, being at least a decade younger than any of them. So assuming they all live to their average life expectancy, Colin would wind up with 360 points, Ryan 384, Kathy Greenwood at 492, and Wayne Brady with a whopping 540 points. Was that too much work for such a small number of points? You betcha! The only other noteworthy point additions in Season 3 sees the series regulars Ryan, Colin, and Wayne each getting an additional 2 billion points, leaving Colin in first place, Ryan in second, and Wayne in fourth. That's right, despite only getting a little over 26,000 points in Season 3, that trillion points from the one game keeps Kathy Greenwood on the board at third for almost the entire rest of the run of the show. Let that be a lesson to you, Wayne Brady. That's why you don't skip record days. Finally, though they had themselves a commanding lead at the beginning of the show, the audience has now fallen to fifth place. And now with Who's Line going into its fourth season, the points become less and less of a source of jokes. So from here until season eight, the totals don't really shift around all that much. The only real noteworthy occurrence in these seasons comes from season five, where Ryan's awarded an additional million points. A million points to you, buddy. <laughs> this, he just barely edges out Colin for first place. Funny enough, season five also features Colin receiving what Drew describes as, This is the one millionth point we've ever given away! And we've ever given away. You're a little bit off in your calculations there, Drew. The millionth point actually went to the audience back in season one. Remember that 1.5 billion points given to the audience member Dennis? 1,500 million points to Dennis! Regardless, this would make for a really fun story, right? Colin and Ryan were the two contestants that appeared in every episode alongside Drew, so having them neck and neck makes sense. Well, that would have been the case had it not been for season eight, the final season hosted by Drew, which came along and just ruined it all. Though most of season eight features rather reserved point spends by Drew, he's incredibly lavish in a single moment early on. In season eight, episode two, Drew laughs at a joke made by recurring performer Chip Esten and awards him this. Well, a thousand points to the 10th power to you. <laughs> now that might not sound like a lot, but that is one with 30 zeros behind it. As in one, this one's more for the sake of the editors than for you. Zero, 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 zero. You get the point. Now to be fair, this isn't the first time that Chip gets himself points in the game. He was actually sitting at a respectable two billion, two million, forty-two thousand points before this, but it does put him far and away in first place from this point forward. Like so far ahead that there was no way that anyone was going to be able to catch him on the show. And from there, that's basically it. Season eight was the final season hosted by Drew Carey. So if we just look at the point totals from his run hosting the show, the top five point totals from Drew Carey's tenure falls as follows. Chip Esten in first place, Ryan Stiles in second, Colin Mockery in third, Kathy Greenwood in fourth, and shocking, I think all of us, Wayne Brady in fifth place. But I wasn't done. I wanted an overall winner from the entire American run of this show. So I also went through all of Aisha Tyler's run after it was revived over on the CW, and it actually wound up being exactly the same. Yeah, though the revival of the show is incredibly funny, the points just aren't used as much as a joke by Tyler during her hosting. So even though she has herself a whopping 12 seasons, the needle doesn't really shift from where it was at the end of Drew Carey's run. So 
is that it? Does that make Chip Esten the undisputed winner of Whose Line Is It Anyway? A comedian who only appeared in 45 episodes total of the entire series. Well, not so fast, my friends. There's more to this story. A point win that I politely ignored and left to be revealed until this moment for the most drama. All the way back in Season 2, Episode 16, Drew gives the guest comedian Greg Proops zero points for the last game that he was in, but to really emphasize that the points don't matter, he then does this. No points for you. And a billion zillion points for everyone. <laughs> Similarly, in season 10, episode 21, Aisha Tyler awards Laura and Linda both get like a jillion points. Yes. To the series musical contributors Laura Hall and Linda Taylor. So, how much is a zillion and a jillion? Well, we don't actually have a hard number for that. As far as I can find in my research, zillion and jillion, they're not real numbers. They've never actually been quantified as a specific numerical value. Instead, they're more or less the exact same thing. They're slang terms that represent an unfathomably large number. Basically something so big that it completely melts our little human brains. But these are points that were given out, so how are you possibly going to be able to count all that? Thankfully, we here at the Theory Channels have already found a similarly unfathomably large number. Six years ago, over at our sister location, Game Theory, we calculated the number of possible permutations of levels that you can make in Super Mario Maker. And that number ended up being the terrifyingly large 10 to the power of 12,431. That is a 1 with over 12,000 zeros behind it. A number that's actually larger than the number of atoms in the observable universe. We called it the Marioplex. Pretty unfathomable, right? And it seems like the perfect stand-in for a zillion and a jillion. But wait, for Ryan, Colin, and Wayne, it gets even crazier when you realize that Drew awarded each of them a billion zillion, making the total number of points awarded here 10 to the 12,440th power. I feel like this one needs a name too. We can call it the Who's Lineaplex. I mean, it's a big enough number that it doesn't really matter. Feels kind of like the perfect fit for the show. And so, with all of that now said and done, I can definitively say that the overall winner of Who's Line Is It Anyway is Ryan Stiles, who ends up with a point total of 1,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,
win. 1,000 points, everybody. 10,000 points to Ryan. I'm sorry I called you free. And in Season 2, Episode 18, Drew awards Ryan 1,000 points just because he likes what Ryan's wearing, not giving any to Ryan's scene partner, Colin. Yeah, I'll give you 1,000 points just for the shoes. Honestly, I could go on and on and on, but at this point, you get the idea. Drew gave more and more points to Ryan only because of their friendship, rigging the game from the very start. And perhaps the most interesting part of all of this, despite constantly getting more of these extra points than all the other comedians, Ryan actually won a noticeably fewer number of episodes than all the other series regulars like Colin and Wayne. Colin won 211 episodes, Wayne won 210, Ryan just won 172. That's a pretty big difference there. But why? Why is the guy with the most points actually winning the fewest number of episodes? Well, because the winner of every episode is the one who gets to replace Drew as the host for the final game of the episode. Well, all the rest have to play one final improv game alongside Drew. Ryan was named the winner of significantly fewer episodes because Drew wanted to play games with his friend. All in all, despite the favoritism shown to Ryan, the fact that the top five winners of the show end up being the show's most regular contributors, Ryan, Colin, Wayne, Laura, and Linda, just feels right. You know, right now, it's uncertain if Whose Line is going to be continuing past its 20th season. And if it does, it's likely not going to be with this same cast. After more than 25 years of acting together, this particular cast feels like it's time to move on, which is fitting and bittersweet. It's actually part of the reason I wanted to do this episode. This is an idea that I've had since I started Film Theory. And as I myself now pass the torch of these channels onto the next generation, it felt like the right time to finally mark this one off the bucket list. Because in the end, the real winner of Whose line is it anyway? It's been us. It's always been us. The viewers. Literal generations of us, as we've gotten to smile and laugh to the point of tears at these incredibly funny people performing at the top of their game. And so to the cast and crew of Whose Line, thank you. Thank you for three decades of incredible comedy. It might have all been made up, but it certainly did matter. But hey, that's just a theory. A film theory. And cut.